the Better Brew Podcast. Calling all business owners, busy bees, and wannabes. If you're here, you're in the right place. I'm Stephanie Huffman, owner of Bosco, Bailey, a business, and a bursa. Each week, I'll take you behind the barista bar and share with you the recipes for juggling the lattes of life while looking for that perfect blend. Welcome to the best 20 minutes of your week. Now let's get down to business. The Better Brew Podcast was started for people like you and me. We're trying to run a business, a home, and a life. Contrary to what some people might think, it's not easy, and sometimes we're just faking it as we're trying to juggle all of those plates. This month, we've been talking about the grid, and in our last episode, you heard a full introduction to the four quadrants, G-R-I-D. We spent a lot of time fleshing out the topics of G, gain awareness, and R, review the data. Our guests today fully embody the last two quadrants. I, invest in yourself, and D, develop a plan. Now let's meet them. She's a chiropractor and health and wellness practitioner. He's a physiologist and movement specialist. They run a very successful practice in Franklin, Tennessee, and have opened an office in Boulder, Colorado. Since they obviously don't have enough to do, they decided to start farming organically. (laughs) In between time, they create movement minute videos, scrumptious healthy recipes, and spend time with their adorable dog, Winston. This millennial power couple doesn't just preach a healthy, happy lifestyle. They're living it. So let's meet them. Hi, Paul and Krista. Yeah. (laughs) That's really cute. That's awesome. (laughs) Does that sound like you? Yeah. Sounds like us, I guess. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) But that wasn't enough. Just decided to start farming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You guys really are. I know you hear this a lot. People say to you, I want to be you. What is that? That's got to be hard. What are you thinking deep down inside when you're like, oh, please don't say that. You don't want to be me. You really don't because you don't want to do the work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like imposter syndrome for sure. (laughs) Really? Do you really struggle with that? Oh, yeah. All the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We we we're just kind of just doing our thing living our lives and and it's very interesting when someone says that to me i almost get really uncomfortable when they when they say it you know um we're not trying to do anything special um we just we have goals and goals for our life and so then when someone's like well what what's the key to success and i'm like am i the expert in this i i don't think i am <laughs> very interesting well you guys totally crack me up that's for sure Paul, what is it like for you when you hear that? I mean, it's it's weird. And I, 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 like you said, like some people are like, they're like, they want that, but they don't want to do the work to do that. Like, um, and it, it's an inner, it's a weird feeling. Cause I'm like, again, it's the same as Crystal said. It's like, I don't know if I have the answers. I'm just trying what's currently working for me, but I don't, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any recipe that says this is the the right thing to do. I'm just like, okay, we're going to try this for now and see how that goes. And it's a constant like strive for betterment, but 
it's an experiment. Like, so I, I think a lot of our lifestyles just like in an experimental mode. So I, like when people are like, Oh, you have that in like, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying, I'm testing it out. Like I'm in current test mode. I, I don't know if this is the final answer yet. Exactly. Yeah. It takes a lot of time and effort and discipline. And we're just trying to continue that every day. I know when people look at you or have met you, I know they say, gosh, you're living the dream. Tell me about that. In like different aspects of life, they'll say something along those lines, like, oh, man, like, or, you know, you guys like the, you know, growing food and farming, like, that's so cool. And it's like, well, it is. It's awesome. I love it. And are you ready to get up at 6am and move a chicken tractor and some ducks in around and stuff like that? Yeah, because um, that's our life. Yeah. That is so funny. Well, how did you two meet? Yeah, we are kind of a hallmark story. Um, we met at a wedding. Our best friends got married. Um, my best friend from college and um, her husband that we met all we going to school together. Um, they got married and it was Paul's best friend from middle school, high school. Oh. And mm-hmm. so we were the best man made of honor. Oh. Um, cheesy, so cheesy. Oh uh, Walked down the aisle together, everything. No. I, yeah. About six months before their wedding, they, my friend even texted me. She's like, I've met your future husband. And she sent me a picture of Paul. And a, and a nice karaoke video of me too. Yeah. Party in the USA. He was karaoke. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I fell for him right then, you know? Um, and so, yeah, just, we, we just got to talking and, and he was running a neuro recovery clinic in Orlando, um, at the time. And I was finishing up chiropractic school and I was getting ready to do an internship with a neuro recovery clinic in St. Louis. So he was working with spinal cord injuries, paralysis, traumatic brain injuries, and I was getting ready to go into an internship working with the same thing. And so we just got talking about that and we were like, Hmm, we, we got a lot in common. And he finally asked me for my number towards the end of the weekend. Um, and then we've talked every day since. So, um, just a really cool way of, of meeting and, um, you know, falling in love. Well, I don't think that's cheesy at all. I think it's sweet. Okay. So you were both in the industry and you were how old at this point? Oh, um, 24, 25 for me and 25, 26 for him. (laughs) Paul, you have quite of a story to tell. Yeah. So, I mean, the reason I was working in that field was it, uh, was a personal story for me. So when I was 17, I woke up, um, laying on a football field and I couldn't move any part of my body. Um, I had no recollection of what had just happened. I was just kind of coming to, and what had happened, I found out later on, I went headfirst into the ground and had a spinal cord injury. And I was very fortunate that it wasn't um, something more severe. I didn't actually like any permanent damage, but I went through about a year of physical therapy, relearning how to walk basically my whole junior year of high school. Um, using a walker and then a cane. Um, it was real humbling. I was like a football player and then going into this, like I had, I remember going into physical therapy and having um, an 80 year old lady doing more weight than I could move my legs at all. And so, wow, that's gotta be humbling. It was a, uh, it was a long journey. I think at first was really hard and then I got real determined and then I, 
made a choice at that point. Like, no, this is what I want to do. I want to help some people the way people have helped me get over this. And boy, I've, I've seen some of the people you've worked with, and I know some of the stories, and it's, it's impressive. Dr. C, you chose to be a chiropractor. Yeah, kind of the typical story of I had uh, been to one uh, ever since I was five. Honestly, I was the crazy kid who was like in second grade, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And everyone's saying like a princess and a doctor. And I was being like, I want to be the chiropractor. Um, and I've never changed. Oh yeah. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, my, my mom, my grandparents will, they, they will still say that to this day. They're like, it's so weird that you haven't changed. Um, so I kind of knew early on, I was like unicorn in that, in that world. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then something in high school happened. Yeah. Um, so when I was 17, I, I ran cross country and track and I played sports and stuff through school. Um, and I just got really, um, really tired. Um, I would run, I was a long distance runner and I would be like a quarter of a mile into a two mile and just feeling like I was going to pass out. Um, and I ended up passing out twice and ended up in the emergency room twice. And I went through the typical medical model, um, EKGs, and I did some echoes. Um, I did an echo at 17. I mean, that's beyond crazy. Um, yeah, I was completely normal. Um, I did stress tests, blood tests, too many blood tests to count. Um, it, was, it was interesting. And, you know, I was 17, and they, they were like, you're normal. You're perfect. And I just didn't feel. Normal. And you're like, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. I couldn't run. I couldn't do anything. And I just kind of like, well, this is it. And so I had a um, friend who said, hey, go see this doctor. He's a chiropractor. Um, he just so happened to live about an hour and a half away from me and just uh, developed, was part of the developing of this technique that I use. It's called Cairo plus kinesiology, CPK. Um, and I had no clue what he was doing. And all I know is that night I slept for like 14 hours and I felt different. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. He, he told me I had some deficiencies and uh, my Krebs cycle and my, um, uh, you know, body wasn't working, which biochemistry nerds, that just means that my energy wasn't working in my body. And so put me on some vitamins, minerals, changed my diet. And um, three months into the summer, I... I ended up running cross country and track all the way through college. So no way. yeah, I, I wouldn't have done that honestly if I hadn't gone there. So I was like, well, I have no idea what you just did to me, but I'm going to, I'm a believer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I spent the next, um, I mean, till now, you know, I've been, I've been shadowing docs who do this technique and, um, since I was 17. And how old were you when you opened your practice? Tell me a little bit about how you opened those doors and what that was like. And, and I was, say, how am I now? Um, 25, 26 uh, years old. Um, I just decided right away, like, I'm going to open my own business. Um, I was very determined to do that. And um, I mean, that was one thing I, I interned with all different types of chiropractors, high volume clinics, um, you know, uh, chiropractors who were working like 30 minutes with a patient, hour with a patient, two hours with a patient. And I just saw what I wanted and what I didn't. And that was like super integral. And I'm like super thankful that I did that. I don't know if I had the 
mental capacity to know what I was doing at that point. Um, but any young doc that comes and talks to me now, um, that is what I tell them to do. Go, it's just intern at any place. You think you're going to practice one way and then you get into it and you don't like it. So I knew right away I was going to do cash practice and that's where I'm still at. You seem to have survived COVID well as a business. Is that correct? We have been really blessed and fortunate to have survived really well during this pandemic. Absolutely. Yeah, we were, um, you know, very fortunate that Tennessee um, deemed chiropractic as essential. So we were allowed to stay open. Colorado didn't. So actually mm -hmm. our practice there had to take a little bit of a break because um, chiropractors weren't allowed to stay open. Um, so yeah, we, we, we do understand here. when we, and we have friends that are practitioners all over the country and we've heard how it's affected them depending on what, how each state has handled it. Um, so we were very lucky that Tennessee allowed us to, you know, put safety protocols in place, but allowed us to keep our business open um, and be a resource for people. Are you guys able to leave business at the door at the end of the day before you go home? Cause you're together all day. <laughs> We've had to learn a lot with that. Um, and our probably early relationship and marriage, uh, we talked about it and, and honestly, we talk about it still today. Um, but we have really worked together in a relationship and our goals to try to leave it at the door. And there's sometimes when we'll, we'll, talk about things or, you know, we've had hard, um, issues or conflicts, you know, it's hard not to talk about it because it's actually affecting my daily life sometimes too. So we have to talk about it. Do you have like house rules? Okay. You, you get five minutes and then we're done. I mean, how do you do that? I mean, we try to like, well, we, yeah, go ahead. the one house rule we set um, about a year ago, I think, and it honestly has been one of my favorite things we've ever done, is we made the commitment that we're going to eat dinner at the dinner table. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, we, it, it is the wow. best part of the day. It's like, no, no, no. Like, and we were in the habit of you make dinner and, you know, sit at the mm -hmm. counter, sit on the couch, watch TV. Um, you're not connecting. Like, you know, so even it sometimes they're a quick dinner. Sometimes it's only 10 minutes. Um, but we, you know, before we had kids before, you know, we know life's crazy, but it only gets crazier. Um, we wanted to make that habit of being able to sit down and have one-on-one -on -one time. It's been that, I mean, sometimes it's, you talk shop a little bit, but then it's also just checking in. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. What's going on outside of work? And, and so then you know, while you're doing dinner, you hop out to your garden and you pull something out of it for dinner. What the heck? How do you guys do ducks, chickens, garden? Seriously? You no, know, I think it, it's just as we've in the, it's been a very much, as much as work as it is, it never has felt like a burden. It's actually felt um, like a fulfilling activity and hobby that we are adding into our life. So it, it's not a, at least for us personally, it's not a draining. It's a, it's more of a energy giving activity for us. And it's really funny to watch your Instagram is, uh, what is it? A live free farmer. Very funny. Is it kind of therapy for you guys? Oh, for yeah. me? Yes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when I'll go out and pick basil from the garden, I love to just like go and pick basil leaves and I'll be out there for like 10, 20 minutes. And I'm like, 
this is very therapeutic. You know, it was, it was almost meditative, uh, just sitting out there picking. Now some days aren't cause then, you know, I had my zucchini plants that were like going all over the place. So I had to go and like rip them out and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is not meditative. <laughs> this is not comforting. Yeah. But we, we started small, you know, we started small. We only have like couple raised garden beds and, and we'll probably grow from there. And so we've learned a lot already in this first year of, of us starting this. And we have what, nine chickens and two ducks now. So, um, we're, we're a small, we're a small farm. You're a working farm. How many, how many acres do you have? You have five, five acres. Yeah. Well, one thing's for sure. You have a lot going on. You're running a business, a home and a life. And there's a lot more I want to ask you. And you know what? You're not going to believe this, but we're out of time. But I'm going to ask you to do something special for me because I appreciate you and your stories and your heart so much. I'm going to ask you to stick around. We're going to keep the recording going. How's that? Well, we appreciate you. Thanks for asking us. This was fun. So if you would tell the audience goodbye for now, but we'll see them later. We'll see you later. Thank you, Steph. See ya. We sure hope you've enjoyed this show and we can't wait to finish part two up with Paul and Crystal next week. Uh, In the meantime, head on over to patreon.com and find me, Stephanie Huffman. Check out our VIP tier and you'll receive a free grid introductory session. If you're not familiar with the grid, it is a time, energy, and resources mindset tool that gets you heading in the right direction or helps you take that product, passion, or project to the next level. To learn more about the grid, you won't want to miss episode five, where we feature the very first person who ever experienced the grid and still talks about it today, 10 years later as the tool that helped move them to the next level and in the right direction. And for those of you who have a copy of my book, don't forget to go right to part four to learn a little bit more about how the grid came to be. If you're experiencing a transition, maybe feel a little stuck, or are ready to take those goals, dreams, and passions to the next level, the grid might just be what you're looking for. And that, my friends, is what's been brewing in my brain this week. Can't wait to hear what's been brewing in yours. See you next week on the Better Brew Podcast. I'm Stephanie Huffman, wishing you not only a fantastic week, but that you'll find a better blend.